What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael, and this is the whole crew, Tony Tripp and Moe. What's up, fellas? What up? This is an exciting episode because, yes, the rumors were true. The Pioneer CDJ3000s are here, and we have a pair of them in studio, and we are literally, we've just unboxed them, set them up, and we're going to fool around with them live on camera, and that's pretty much the only plan for this episode. Hey. Yep. <laughs> Easy there, tough guy. Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down there, tough guy. <laughs> For some of you might be able to tell we were having some uh, old school jerky boy discussion prior to it. So excuse the accents. Oh, my word. Should they pop up. <laughs> and if you don't know, Spotify. Spotify. Yep. The whole discography is there, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, basically, we seriously literally took them out of the box, set them up, and haven't really done anything with them other than look at them and, and mess with the platters and stuff. So... You're getting our first reactions here. Uh, the only thing that I've done before now is I actually did record the unboxing, and you can check that out in the link that I'll put in the description below this episode. That went to the uh, the DJ hookup, and they are uh, basically responsible for uh, this episode happening. So shout out to the DJ hookup. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I haven't checked like today, but the last time that I talked to them, they actually had a few of these in stock. So nice. oh. if you're interested, go check them out. Go hit up their little chat box, and they'll hook you up. Yeah, it's actually a really <laughs> real human, too. So yeah, if you have people. real questions, like someone will really uh, yeah, yeah. answer them like almost immediately. Uh, so th this isn't the, the formal produced review video. This is, this is just a kind of the roundtable discussion and experimentation. So uh, we hope you enjoy. So um, there's a lot to talk about with these things. Um, obviously, this is Pioneer's new flagship. It's you know, replacing the 2000 Nexus uh, twos. Those came and out in the twos. 2015, right? I, yeah. Sounds right. I think so. Um, and so, you know, th there are two things that you notice right off the bat as soon as you take it out. The first thing is. Holy crap! The screen is enormous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and nice. Sure. I mean, it's it's really nice. I, I commented earlier. It's like a, almost a MacBook Air in there. It's like a big old thing. Um, how does that compare? Do you think to the your five thousand your Denons? Um, it's definitely bigger than the five thousands. I haven't seen the six thousands in yeah. action yet, so um, I don't know how to compare. Um, I almost asked those, you to bring one. Oh, so we could do yeah. some comparison, but I was like, really, the 6000 is the actual competitor Compare to this? It, yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure, but yep, we, we sure. might maybe next time we'll, we'll do something like that. But sure. um, I like this. Uh, I think the Denons are probably a little bit more clear. Like, like the, the clarity. The clarity of the screen? Of the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what the resolution... I'll have to compare the, the specs on that stuff. Um, the other obvious thing, uh, anybody want to take a whack at <laughs> what's <laughs> different about the CDJ3000? First thing I did was the platter. The That's platter? what I noticed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the graphic in the platter too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that wasn't even a thing back then with the last iteration. Uh, for me, it's the the obvious lack of CD drive. Oh. On, on oh the front. well. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come around to that. But what is a CD? What is yeah. it? We're so way past back CDs. in the day. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I guess that that's where I'll kind of start. Does anybody here? care or have a thought about that one way or the other the omission of the optical drive in the cdj and still calling it that yes 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which direction? In which direction does your thought go? Um. Uh, so that that's one of my my biggest gripes about this thing. Um. You know, as you said, just I haven't even put my fingers on it yet. So, uh, you know, just based off of what they've announced and what we know of it, why call it a CDJ? You know what I mean? Like they have the XDJ lineup mm-hmm. for the driveless, you know, optical driveless um, uh, multiplayers. So if that's the next iteration, I mean, because that's all this really is, is it's it's a really beefed up XDJ player. Yeah. So why why continue the CDJ line when all you're going to get is people stirred up and talking about it? <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Mm. That could be. Um, and two, I mean. If it's not there, it's not there. So discontinue the CDJ line, but forward all of the you know innovation and everything that you know has come with that uh, that line into the XDJ line, and and continue to innovate going forward from that. So just just to be clear, are, do you have a problem with the omission of the drive? Oh with no, the no, naming? no. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, no. The CD drive. Who? Uh, I haven't used a CD drive in ten years plus. Probably, yeah. um, and, and even it's, and it's funny you say that because uh, I just found a new doctor and my all my medical records are on a CD drive. And I was mm-hmm. about to take it to the doctor's office. I was like, I need to put this on a thumb drive because <laughs> right. I probably don't even have a CD drive. Right. Right. And then like the next day is when this dropped, and I was like, and then I, that's the first thing I heard people saying is like, "There's no CD drives." I was like, "Yeah," because. Who's, I mean, who's bringing a CD wallet to a gig? It's been right. yeah. somebody sixteen years since I put a CD in, in a player. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I guess the real question is, being that so the three thousands are the the flagship um, multi purpose festival, you know, big club standard. scale club standard yeah. thing. So, in in that context, does it make sense to take the drive out? I guess is there is there an argument to be made that we should support everything because this no. is you know, no coming from my angle no absolutely not because i can't even tell you the last time i saw a dj play a stage with with anything but a thumb drive or an sd card i was just about to make that same comment for as long as i've been working for tony i've never seen anybody come up with a cd right it's been years and years for me too as well i mean rarely do you even see him come up with a laptop right so that's what kind of makes me wonder is like the obviously there was noise about it and it's like are, are these just is this just internet buzz, but there's really no <laughs> substance to it? You know what I mean? No. Like, are, are there any DJs out there? Actually, please post in the comments if, if you're a DJ that's using CDs and tell us why. Yep. Because um, I'd be interested to know. But um, uh, on the naming scheme thing, I definitely get your point. But I, I kind of, I understand because I compare it to car manufacturers, right? So... Porsche has the the 911 Turbo. Well, now they have the the Taycan, the Porsche Taycan, which is a uh, it all electric car, uh, supercar basically. <laughs> and it it they have the uh, their model uh, their naming scheme for their trim levels follows you know everything from the 911 and everything else. So there's there's a Taycan Turbo. Which doesn't make sense because you can't put a turbocharger on an an electric electric car. That's that's a combustion engine thing. Mm -hmm. But Porsche's not going to be like, so we just can't call this the the turbo anymore. (laughs) So now their their argument is that it's a trim line. It's its own. It's a brand. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 it's, branding exactly. 
And so from that perspective, I think what Pioneer is doing is saying there's a legacy to the CDJ mm -hmm. name, and it means our top-of-the-line flagship product, and so we're just going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with that or not, yeah, yeah I don't think you do. Right? I don't. <laughs> but, no. But I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I, I get it because if they, if they called it anything else— do you think that DJs would believe that it was the replacement for the 2000s? Yes. Didn't really? Yeah. Like if they called it the, the XDJ Let me ask 2000s, you this. Whatever. Let me ask you this. Um, is this any more or less a flagship because it doesn't have the Nexus name on it? That's a great point. So, you know, to me, if, uh, I mean, and, and I mean, there's no wrong answer here. You know what I mean? The, yes, there is. But, well, I mean... <laughs> Pioneer, it's Pioneer, and we're not the ones in, 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 in the driver's seat for that. But, I mean, for me, I would have I, – I would have – if I would have been in that boardroom, I would have made the argument that discontinue the CDJ line and make that the argument, that when's the last time you saw a, C, a, a DJ put a CD in the drive? You know, so we are changing with the times, and then we are putting all of that innovation forward into the XDJ line. I mean, because, I mean, those, what is it, the XDJ 900s or the... No, see, they had CDJ Or CDJ 900s, 1000s, right? XDJ 1000s. Yeah, so, like, take all that innovation, dump it into the same place. I mean, it, it, it looks the same. It's the same, you know, form factor. It's all of that stuff. So just take all of that and put it into that, and now you can call it XDJ 3000, and then keep going from there. That's just me. But fair enough. I'm not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see how it could have been an opportunity for them to create a new platform yeah. to right. go into the next generation of. Players. Because now it's just a now it's it, it and and like I said, maybe this is part of the whole marketing of it all mm. is that you get people talking about it. You know, now you're in their head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw. I don't even know if this is true or not, but I saw on a Facebook comment somewhere where somebody said, "Oh, CD doesn't stand for compact disc in CDJ anymore. Now it stands for compact digital something." Right. And I was like, <laughs> "You can't just change what CD means <laughs> after three decades." Like, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, what what does XD mean? Right, XDJ right, right. Well, but anything? XD is their proprietary. Like that's their naming convention, yeah. right? So. Like the CD stands for something mm -hmm. that was yeah. based on something that was an industry was music Maybe format yeah. standard. Maybe right? they, they just like that little pun too much. The CDJ <laughs> right, thing. Right, yeah. right. They can't let go of it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, that's just me. That's how, because now people are talking about that. They are speculating there. I mean, it, so it does create a buzz, but it also creates confusion because there's going to be people out there who say, well, this is stupid. Why are you calling it a CDJ if there's no CD player? And, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, hopefully if somebody's going to drop $2,300, $2,400 on one of these things that they know before they pull out their credit card that it doesn't have a CD yeah. player. But you never know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> because I got high. Because <laughs> I got high. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. One of those, one of those uh, drunk quarantine 3 a.m. in the morning can't sleep purchases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know you've done it. Yeah. Yep, yep. A couple. <laughs> So yeah, uh, like Trip said, twenty two ninety nine each. Yep. So they're they're a pretty penny. Yeah. Um, but obviously these aren't. I mean, everybody complains about the the pioneer tax and the price of these things, but really these aren't meant for the home <coughs> user. I mean that just becomes more and more clear 
as their line expands mm-hmm. that Pioneer doesn't really care if you can't afford their their festival gear. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so I get it. But at the same time, it, it's hard to not compare these to the competition like we always do, like mm-hmm. yep. the, the Denons in particular, right? Um, because uh, the other thing there, and I, I hate to, we should talk about some positive things because we're going straight to the negatives, but there, there's also no dual layer technology mm-hmm. in these, mm-hmm. meaning you can't play two tracks on the same player like you can with the Denons. Mm-hmm. And that surprised me. It doesn't surprise me. Um, Is that just a cash a money situation like to make you buy more players or is there another I, reason for is that? Is that a Denon thing though? Did, yeah. like, is that a patent that maybe Denon has? No, no, it, no. it can't be because uh, they track. have it on all the DDJ players. Yeah. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the SZ, the SX, the SX2, all of that. Yeah, there's there's dual. Now, you, now, even on the 1000 you can do, I mean, granted that's a separate platform, but the technology is there within the Pioneer system. So yeah. they, And I, these are can. definitely powerful enough to do it. These, yeah. have, these have more have their own processing um, power, no, their own chip, right? Yeah, these have more grunt than the Denons do. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty solid in that department. But so it almost makes you wonder if it's something that might be forthcoming through a uh, a firmware a update or something. Or something yeah. But right. Yeah. That that's one thing that they've they've uh, Pioneer has said is they they've put a lot of guts into these things because they really want to focus on being able to expand and add features and updates and stuff in the future. Where I mean, they historically haven't done a whole lot of that. I mean, like as far as adding new innovations and features and, and stuff in the way that right. you know, like <laughs> Denon like one day was like our players have Wi-Fi now and everybody's, <laughs> like, everybody's like what? When, what when did you guys put an <laughs> antenna in there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was in there the whole time <laughs> you know, so, right. I mean there, there's a possibility that, that Pioneer's done something like that here because these also don't have uh, you know Wi-Fi or streaming or any of that right, stuff right. I would imagine that streaming's coming in the future um, Wi-Fi would depend on if there's hardware sure, there, mm-hmm. sure. obviously but um, yeah, um, let's get to some nice stuff about these because they, they are really nice. They're great players. I, the build quality is is everything you expect and possibly more. That to me, and I wish we had a Nexus Two sitting here on the desk right now. But um, from from memory, they feel just more solid to me. I mean, like just trying to grab the platter and grab things and wiggle. They just feel really solid. They're definitely still very heavy even without the optical drive <laughs> mm-hmm. right um so they i don't know if that that might be artificial some companies add weight weights mm-hmm. for that but i don't know i'm not going to tear these apart but um you know all the buttons and knobs and sliders they all feel great and you expect them to feel great so we probably won't spend a lot of time talking about that uh the finish kind of has that satiny you know sheen to it which i like yeah this is the kind of brushed the, look i was gonna say it's the brushed aluminum tops I, I don't remember if the nexus 2s had the brushed aluminum or if it was all plastic but um that was one thing that i did notice on these as soon as you know all the all the uh stuff started coming out i was all like i really love that, that yeah. brushed aluminum look but um this i should have done this before we started recording but does anybody know where my phone is it's over there where so the hell my phone he's got my where the hell my phone how the hell am I going to get home? You see it over by my... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. This is a this is a free-form episode. It's all good. Thanks, man. Um, where, where the hell am I from? So, um, well, thank you. One thing about the uh, platters on these that uh, Tony was commenting on is they're all like one piece of glass. 
across the top mm. and that there's no like um push button action you know what i mean where you would like kind of grab it it's so not springy it's, yeah it's not springy okay. <clears throat> anymore i imagine that's there's touch capacitance there now um uh any thoughts on the placement of the hot cues across the top above the jog wheel yeah i'm not a i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of that but uh, but before i go into the negative i will say that i'm really glad to see that that, that at least they put it in there it's a it's dedicated hardware buttons that there's it, eight of them right instead of four. It, it, right yeah. right so um the the reason i don't like it though the placement is because it's over uh the jog wheel so you are having to hover, you know, yeah. right above this thing. So, you know, I mean, depending on how inebriated you are or what, you know, whatever else is if going playing, on. If you're playing in vinyl mode, then you're kind of like, it, it could be drastic. But if you're in CDJ mode, okay, cool. But it's still the placement. Just, uh, right. Eh, it's just a, a little awkward, you know, whereas, you know, other down players yeah. either have them here or down this side. So, you know, it's it's more of a... You know, just an ergonomics thing over see, here. I, I think a lot of people complain about the Denon's placement because they like to rest oh. their wrist here, too, <laughs> mm. which I, I don't do, so it doesn't bother me. Exactly. But, same. You know, yeah. So I, I guess it's kind of like damn you, if you do, damn if you don't. You, but So are these, can you finger drum these? They, or are these just like hot They're cues? just hot cues. Yeah. So there, there's no like slicer or, in, you know, yeah, yeah. real beat pad stuff going on. Yeah. No. Yet. So maybe yeah. So I mean maybe that's that's okay for for what's just a quick hot cue, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But, I can see that, but but I I mean again I am I I am more glad to see them there than I am upset of where they are. I mean gotcha. just because I mean anytime I've you know the Nexus twos. I mean it, when you've only got those few, you know, but yeah. you know in record box you've saved eight to twelve different mm -hmm. hot cues and you know all that. It just uh, having those dedicated buttons. Yeah, um, are a lot better. Uh, the uh, they support gigabit Ethernet now, so that's a new thing, um, and you can use that to link up to six CDJs now. So if you're like big baller like that, and you have mm. a V10 and six CDJ 3000s, then you can totally rock it out. Mm. Um, let's see, uh, Serato HID mode is not implemented yet but it's supposed to be coming soon i don't know what's going on with tractor i have no idea on that hmm. i haven't looked though so i don't know if there's any news or not big fat boo um <clears throat> yeah so it's a, a nine inch display and it's uh, definitely a lot brighter than before and you can actually adjust the brightness on there oh, um, nice. it's I like, like something like 150 percent brighter i like the size of it because my old ass like <laughs> <laughs> i even had lasik eye surgery and when i'm trying to play i don't want to wear my glasses you know but it's, when i'm in a dark club i have to put my glasses on that i can see fuck it's cool too yeah. because right here just for that scenario there's this little like font size adjustment it's just like a little shortcut right here do you see how it's, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah boop, 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 just three steps uh, that's beauty so however you like it to to go so that's pretty nice. Uh, the waveforms are real nice. Uh, of course, you can use the scroll wheel to, I should do that on the other side so people can see it. Let's load something over here. So you can use the scroll wheel to uh, Tune zoom. in and out, zoom. Yep. Nice. And let's see. Oops, sorry. So there's a couple of new waveform, or there's a new waveform mode. Um, uh, mode like color scheme i guess oh, okay uh, you know i had like the the blue and then mm -hmm. you had like the rainbow one that that reacted to frequencies mm -hmm. 
Well, there's a new one that's a three band. And so it's, it's, it's like the rainbow waveform concept, but a lot um, less active, if that makes sense. Okay. So there's, it's just got three bands in it. So it's really clear when you look at it, like, oh, this is bass. Mm-hmm. This okay. is like a hi-hat thing. Oh, I really oh, like nice. that. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. So it's like by actually limiting the colors, it's more... more better inf- it's, information. Uh, yeah, yeah, better information. Yeah, okay. which I, I really like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah. It does support touch scrolling and stuff like that, but it is not multi-touch. So you can't pinch to zoom, or it's not like an iPad experience uh, or even like a Denon experience. Okay. Uh, another thing that kind of surprised me, that seemed like a no-brainer to me. So I'm not sure why, but that's the way it is. Um, there's a new quick-touch preview thing, which is pretty cool. Where you can just like when you're browsing, you can just touch it and you'll hear it in the in oh. your headphones. That, oh, you can get a cue. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just while you're like momentarily, and you can touch it without like even a, having to load it. Yeah, like just, that's just, the really cool. Part. Skim it real quick. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, so it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, on top of that, there's. Well, let me make sure I call this the right thing. There. So with that live preview thing, there's also a thing called Link Queue, and what that lets you do is you can. Um, you can you can do the same thing on a linked. Imagine a scenario where you're like B two B and you're like coming into the next track. Then you can do that across linked devices and you can okay. hear it like across the network. Um, so like if you had something, I think like the V ten I think has two Q systems. I think like for double DJing. Oh, okay. So you could actually like even use separate headphones to like preview what's like going to come in and what, mm. you know, without like actually loading or messing oh, anything right, up. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, before I get uh, too much further in here, I've kind of prepared just like a, a 10 or 12 uh, track playlist of like royalty free songs that, that should be YouTube friendly and stuff. Um, and I set a couple of hot cues on each one and analyzed them and stuff. Um, does anybody want to just give them a whack and see see how they feel? Let's go. Come on, man. Yeah. Do it, do it. it. They're all just kind of techno-y stuff. So I mean, nothing come crazy. On. <laughs> and somebody want to grab that GoPro and maybe get some come little swoopies? Come on, Cletus. Come on. Or I can do that. So I'm seeing Master over here, too. Yeah, so... That's nice. You can see the the scrolling waveform of the other player when you lo- when you load. Yeah. yeah, there's like a miniature one on top, right. which is really so it's kind of controllery. Yeah, it's neat. Nope. So one thing I've noticed is uh, the grooving on the platter as well. Yeah. So nice little grip action. Yeah. Yeah, we've got it. Oh. Yep. But yeah, so that's that's really nice. That that the texture grip. Yeah. grip. Um, I almost wonder, like, I mean, cause it's, it's taken on some fingerprinting there. Yeah. But in a, in a club environment, I give that like a year before it's just like solid of gunk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
thing flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Jog wheel. Look at that thing. So Tony just turned the jog wheel adjustment all the way down to the lightest setting and then gave it a, just a big old spin and it kept going for a solid 10 or 20 seconds. <laughs> the jog wheels feel really good, I think. Yeah. So while Tony's at it, um, so one of the things that I, I noticed, I, I kind of touched on it earlier, is that the CDJ 3000 in name uh, is missing the Nexus uh, label. Right. So, you know, going back to the whole thing about like branding and, and you know, product lines and things like that. Um, does all the functionality that came from the Nexus and Nexus 2 lines carry forward into this? Or is there something that, you know, was branded Nexus that is, like, markedly missing or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure on that because it's like, yeah, is, is Nexus a feature or a feature set? Or mm -hmm. is it, like you said, does it describe their flagship line or what? Because there was also a CDJ 900 Nexus. Right, right. So what is that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe it, they just decided that was too convoluted and they're phasing it out. I, I'm really not sure on that. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, if, me, if I was a consumer of, of Pioneer products and knowing that that has been a thing the last couple of you know lines or, you know, with a couple of products, I'm not necessarily going to want to jump ship off of oh, is there a I've new got. one coming? Yeah. 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 So we'll just hold out for the CDJ 3000 Nexus. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Kind of like a, the iPhone and then the iPhone S. S yep. Right. Yep. Know. Exactly. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's a. For me, you know, having not put my hands on it yet, but. Oh, yeah. Tony says he's loving these jog wheels. So he had to take his headset off to get the other headphones on. But, you know, to me, that's the, the question is, is, is this, a, you know, like for for pioneer is this the apple experience you know right. what i mean like yes these are very nice top of the line players just by looking at them seeing the spec sheet understanding what what we can expect out of them but at the end of the day is this just a continuation of the pioneer experience uh rather than something groundbreaking or earth shattering or right. particularly innovative and if that's the case you know how much are people really going to jump off of their CDJ 2000, 2000 Nexus, Ooh, wow. 2000 Nexus 2 to go to this? Right. You know, is is it really there? And is it going to win back any of the people who jump ship, you know, to Denon? Yeah, we can't hear you without your mic. Oh. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry for the thumbs, Ugh. guys. We're moving mics around. So one thing that I did notice right here, if you watch, if I hit this Q point A, how long it takes to jump back to the beginning. Um, so I have it set to quantize to one beat. To the beat. Um, there's a way to change that somewhere. <laughs> that turns it on and off, but I'm not there you sure go. how to. Okay, did. there we go. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, you just wanted a live one? Yeah, I just wanted to see like the, the reaction time. Yeah, you gotcha. How do the uh, hot cues feel when you're just using them like that? I like them. Good. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. I they, I thought I had my DJ headphones on. Um, no, I like the way they feel, the reaction now that I took the quantize off. I love it because I like real time. I hate 
like I don't mind people that use sync, and I like if I'm using more than a couple decks, then fine and dandy. But when you use sync, and you're not really super precise, it's a little bit yeah. That's a little bit of a, a delay reaction, but I like it not quantized because I'm I like to be right on it and feel it. But yeah, yeah, they're very uh, very reactive. The the play and the Q buttons too feel a little different, a lot better. I thought so too. They're yeah. like something different about the clicking action mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, it's not it's not clicking. Then again, man, that jog wheel and platter is just pfft. yeah. It feels feels premium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to try and scratch on it and see. Yeah. If I like it, but I probably won't because it's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own. Uh, that would be my only thing. Maybe get Jesse in here too. Yeah, absolutely. Try it. So we got Tur Turlington on the oh. decks right now, trying them out for the first time. Are you trying out that live preview? say so you're not getting it that's probably because you would you might need to be connected to a uh, something other than an 8, 850 to get the preview is that a software thing like why the 850 what I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm wondering what makes it previewable yeah, because, I mean, because this mixer has no way to tell if you've hit the Q, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Oh, on the CDJ itself? Yeah. Okay. It, usually you would at least have the, the Nexus networked into the with the Ethernet, right. and the 850 doesn't have that, so there's probably a communication missing there. What if you, do we have them linked? Just the players to each other. Those platters are just... I can't speak highly enough about them. I mean, Denon's are, are a lot more durable. But these just, like, feel like butter. Yeah, they feel good. Pitch faders feel pretty good, too. Uh, there's no center click, no detent, if anybody was wondering. By the way, I'm forcing the guys to uh, mix songs that they've never even heard before have no idea what they're getting into, so go easy on them. Sure found some acid, though. So we also now have uh, beat loop buttons for four, four be uh, bars and eight bars. Uh, we've got uh, physical beat jump buttons that point like left and right arrows, and they actually work like proper beat jumps. One really cool thing about these players, uh, just speaking to some of the new features, um, this does support key shifting and key syncing. Um, and that's something that you may have seen in other pieces of software or other, you know, digital systems. Uh, but Pioneer's implementation is really excellent because they... Um, there's some other outlets have talked about this. I think Digital DJ Tips brought it up and, and some others. But the, the Camelot system that a lot of DJs use uh, for, for keys is uh, somewhat flawed in that uh, there are actually more compatible 
keys that you can mix in than they let on. And so in order to get to compatible keys, a lot of DJs will go, you know, way too many semitones and they'll, you know, you'll be doing the chipmunk thing or, or whatever. Right. And so um, the pioneers take this into effect, all of the the keys that are actually compatible and it will only let you move within a few semitones so it's never that drastic of a change so it's actually a lot better sounding implementation and uh the the key sync though i haven't tried it i hear the key sync works really well it basically just detects and and goes matches the keys and you don't have to think about it too much we now have the mighty Modingo on the decks, experiencing the CDJ-3000s for the very first time. Coming out of a techno loop. Another thing about the CDJ-3000, the microprocessors in these things, the MPUs, they are ARM-based processors. They're very powerful. They're more powerful than uh, any players that I'm aware of, including the Denons. Um, that means instant load times when you load tracks. Um, no, like, with a lot of times with the old players, you would load a track and you'd kind of have to wait for the hotkeys yep, and yep. wait for it to think a little bit. Right. It just comes up, bam, no problem. Um, that means um, it's capable of insanely good sound quality. This is, this is the best uh, in that department that, that Pioneer's ever released as far as sound quality. Um, and. The, uh, the MPUs also allow for more updates and features, like we said, uh, in the future. There's room to grow, so to speak. Now speaking to Tony's point earlier, there is a physical quantize button for enabling and disabling that, which is nice. That's really frustrating on my XDJs when I have to go find a menu option for that. Now one super mega downside of these, there's no, <laughs> boo, <laughs> one mega downside of these is there is no onboard analysis. Say that again? No onboard analysis. Sorry, I can't hear you, buddy. <laughs> no, I was saying with all that extra beef, I was kind of surprised that, uh, it doesn't analyze the tracks. Agree. That's definitely got the power to do it. Yeah. So that, that makes me wonder if that's coming. Does it just future. rely on record boxes analyzing? Yeah. Uh, You've still yeah, you got to analyze an export. Yeah, prior to. But you can put it in and eventually it'll show, the wave will show up. You have to have analyzed it. Like It, it won't analyze it on board like the Denon's will. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's I, rather yeah. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it does so. have a nice... Have you guys ever used the, the tagging feature on CDJs? Not in Rekordbox. I don't mean like adding tags. I mean like when you tag something, you just click the tag button. No. And it adds it to a playlist. Oh, I know what you're talking it's about. Kinda, no, it's I've almost like a favorites yeah, I, list. I, I, so th this has that, but you can actually... You can like, oh, I like this track, and you just tag it. And then you another couple tracks later, you tag it. And uh -huh. then you can actually create a playlist from your tag list without even putting yeah. it to record box. Yeah, no, I've never done that. So look, just looking through the utilities, like uh, it, I don't know if uh, it, what the, um, the what all of the like sub menus and submenus look like on previous ones, but this is actually sorted pretty decently. 
Um, Easy to find everything. Yeah. So like DJ setting. Okay. Like this could literally mean anything, but you know, <laughs> really, I mean, it's, it's a small uh, menu here, so there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, LCD brightness, so it, it it's divided into the display LCD and then the indicators. Um, this one even has a screensaver. <laughs> so, yep. uh, touch the calibration, all of that stuff. So then pro DJ linking, some system stuff. So, it, yeah, that's it, it, it's not an overwhelming, like, terrible thing to have to dig in here and try to find something. By the way, speaking okay. to all the key mixing stuff, um, it actually has a live key indicator. Uh, you should be able to see it over here somewhere. Um, I think there's no key data on this. I probably didn't do the key data on these, but uh, it'll actually just show in the screen there now, which is nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's some really nice um, track filtering options too when you're doing that search. Mm -hmm. Like you can really get like some really neat options in there and you, sh you should probably check that out when you get a second. You can like, basically what it'll do is like, take whatever track is playing on the other deck while you're searching, and then you can use that as like a comparison filter. Like, find other tracks that are key compatible with what's playing, oh, okay. or BPM compatible, or whatever. I don't know what all the options are, but it's it's neat that it will, it pays attention to what's playing and then gives you that option. Yeah, because I mean, it, you know, one really cool feature whether it's pioneer denon or whatever but like you and i have had these discussions in the past where trying to figure out you know an intelligent system for grouping your like tracks together yeah you know so like i me personally i came up with you know um, um, as simple of a tagging system that i could come up with for different genres so, for example, like if I'm doing tech step and or or uh, neurofunk that sort of stuff, like I use words like growling uh, mm. or um, or techie or yep. you know or you know th those types of words, and then try to maintain that same consistency throughout my, that entire yeah. like stuff that's searchable right. in the future. That way, when I'm playing something like that then I can sort or search for those terms and say, okay, if I'm playing a, a grimy track, then I can type in grimy and then all of these other ones will come up and I've, then I can sort them. I've got a few that I've got groovy and moody right. and stuff like that yep, too, yep, or yeah. uh, airy or bright or whatever. Yep, when squishy. I get in, mm, ooh, squishy. Ooh, squishy. I'm just kidding. That yeah, when I get uh, into my techno I and house. <laughs> I Te techno and house and stuff like that, I get into those types of words, yeah. you know, so it just depends on the genre and all of that. But so, you you know to come up with a system that would like you know and i mean this 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 is a much bigger conversation than the cdj 3000 and we don't have to go into this but you know just as an aside it would be kind of cool if we would uh finally be able to like leverage some ai to be able to you know analyze these tracks in a more meaningful intelligent way and say like to the user yeah it, well it, for, for a system you know like record box 20.4 right um, <laughs> but you know you upload your library the AI consumes it and says okay you know it listens to your tracks and then is F able to group them and find say me, find me tracks that sound like these this. yep mm -hmm. yep within your own library yeah you know, because I mean, they, they you can do that somewhat with you know the Pandora Genome Project, uh, the Music Genome Project, and then Spotify does it to some degree and all of that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's all still, you know, in my opinion, I think it's mostly built on you know some form of 
uh, uh, blunt uh, or brute force, you know, humans behind it, mm-hmm. tagging that music so that it still gets so sorted. it goes towards your right. uh, yeah. your particular algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a whole other ball game. But coming <laughs> back to this, so um, yeah, putting my hands on it. I mean, th- that's a that's a pioneer experience. And and so like like I mentioned a few years ago or a, a, a few minutes ago. Um, you know, my question is, is, you know, is this particularly innovative? I mean, really, that, that was going to be my question. To all of you guys, because mm-hmm. I mean, to, to me, like the whole thing, it's, it, it's a very nice player. It's, it, it's there. It is pioneer. It is. I mean, it's what you would expect it to be, but is it particularly innovative? Is it, is it worth dropping twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars on new players unless you're in that if you're in the market for it and that's what you want then cool but like if you already have a set of 2000 nexus twos mm-hmm. you know would you run off and and sell those to get this yes. i don't i don't know absolutely i would really absolutely I would. well let me, okay to fulfill writers or because you want that because i'd want that really that feels that much better to me really 100 percent. if i had the money and i had the resources to absolutely i would do it okay it's. Uh, I mean, it, it's no different than me going from MacBook to MacBook Pro. Yeah, true, true. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. I would do it just. And I've only just really touched them. I haven't got into the nuts and bolts uh, right, of right, it, right. but yeah. just the yeah. feeling itself. But yeah, hundred percent. I I don't think that I would, but I'm. I understand why you say that. Well, it um, comes back to what you said earlier. Who's the who's the desired consumer of this? If this is not intended for, you know, every DJ out there, then that that's where I kind of right. take issue because if this is meant for people who have money or the clubs and festival scene, then what el- what else is going to be out there from Pioneer that will um that will uh prepare the said people for those. You know what I mean? Like for for a lot of people out there who may gig regularly and then, you know, they may have saved up some money for a long time or whatever and gotten, you know, the flagship stuff. Now this comes out, they may not have that money to put towards this or even have access to that even, until they get to the club or to the festival. Even or whatever. the, uh, play, you know, working on these stages, the younger kids that open and stuff like that, yeah. not even the 2000 Nexuses do they have. They have smaller right. controllers because right. they can't afford it, and I understand it. Yep. But when they do come up on stage, they're so stoked to play on it. Like, holy shit, I'm going <laughs> to play on some a Nexus setup. It's yeah. great, you know? Yeah, true. Um, but, I mean, think about back in our early days, people that were DJing on turntables. Not everybody had 1200s and could afford That's a true. $500 turntable at that yeah. time. Right. You know, so. Yeah. But for this isn't going to be industry standard, I don't think, for at least another year, probably. Meaning, you don't think that riders are going to start. They're not going to guarantee these. I mean, we just did our yeah, we just did our our drive in and Nate, which is our the guy that owns the audio video backline company that we that we work with. um, I was talking to him about this. He said, "Yeah, good luck having me get these for at least a year." Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe by then they'll be down in price a little bit. I don't know, but. Okay. I mean, it's going to be a minute before those. It'll probably take a while, even just for, for stock to catch up to to demand for that right. too. So, well, that comes back to uh, again get, getting away from the player a little bit. But like, <clears throat> why? Why now? 
Like this, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. The timing at all. is weird. You know, COVID nineteen has shut down all kinds of supply chains. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, at clubs, festivals. There's, I mean, it, like nobody's gigging right now. Like, I mean, there, there's so many things. And then, you know, unemployment, if, at least here in America, is at some all time low. Like, you know, people are struggling, and especially in the DJ realm where our entire business Has is rooted down. in and right. in, in the ability of people to gather, you know? So it's like, you know, all of a sudden here comes pioneer and says, Hey, you got five grand. <laughs> <laughs> like They want some of that PUA money. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, they want to right. dip their toes in the water. So. So it, it's, it's just curious to me. Um, again, the player is really nice. I would not argue with somebody who came up and said, hey, do you want a set? Uh, sure. Like, I mean, and will I complain about playing on them in the future? Absolutely not. Like, that, that is the Pioneer experience, and it's improved. I love the bigger screen. I, the, the, the jog wheels feel great. There's so much about that that is that the, there are lots of little tweaks and improvements, especially like yeah. the waveforms and all of that stuff. That the, it, This is a good experience. It, there's just a lot of questions as to... You said there's a lot of gut. If there's a lot of gut on the inside and room for improvement via software, and it starts opening up other things that you can do with it, and, you know... Yeah, I was about to say, you know what? Like, I'm actually getting hot. So I know you guys are sweating <laughs> yeah, sorry, nuts right turn now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but the question I had is, like, with it being a five-year gap, what really did we get from that? Well, and, you know, and, and, like, and to, so to, that goes back to his original and, point. It, like, it's hard to not start the conversation with comparison to your competitors because that's what capitalism is about, right? Like, are, are you being innovative in your own space? How much of your market share are you going after? And Denon has won a lot of people over. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm one of them. You know, I, I'm not going to sell my Denon rig to go out and buy one of these. Mm-hmm. And, or, well, because <laughs> that's all I could afford. <laughs> if I sold my Denon rig is one of those. But you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the point is that you know, for a fraction of the cost of these, you know, I, I, for less than one of these, I bought a whole used, you know, Denon rig mm-hmm. and have gotten, and still at this point, I feel like have more player, you know, or more functionality in that one. Now, yeah. are there are there start differences? Well, sure. You know, I've got the SC5000s uh, and these are, uh, you know, uh, uh, past that, so there's there's definitely some you know pros and cons to weigh out there, but I, I mean something as simple as the dual layer, mm-hmm. like that's a big miss in, in yeah. my opinion. I, it's hard for me to not make automotive comparisons, right? So like the Denons are like Tesla, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like and these are like I don't know BMW or or Corvette. maybe even something more premium, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where it's like. Tesla has these amazing features and things that will get you to buy them because they're just they're innovative to the original question. Mm-hmm, right. It's innovation. These I don't feel are particularly innovative. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're iterative mm-hmm. and I feel like they're top-notch, premium feeling quality, build quality, all that kind of stuff. The experience. Just Absolutely. like yeah, yeah, just like a a top end a, a, a an upper brand car would be it would have that build quality and higher quality materials mm-hmm. and all the touch points and everything would be a better experience it would be more you know whatever um whereas the teslas have all those awesome features and stuff but they actually have a little bit of like 
the build quality isn't quite the same as you know a, a higher end car. Mm-hmm. The panel gaps are different and stuff like that. And so to me, that's the comparison I make. And, and sure, um, I, they have a lot. It depends on, on what you want. You, do you want it to do lots of cool shit, or do you just want it to be what the it is thing, yeah. the best of its kind? You know, they have a lock on the on the industry standard game. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're hoping for too. Anyway. I got for into the twenty three hundred dollar price tag. Yeah, well, and especially because I got into the, uh, 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 an internet conversation about that with mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it uh, with some uh, other DJs that are more towards the the established. Uh, you know, they've been in the game for you know a couple of decades. People have been playing on it all of it, and so um, uh, one of them he started the whole thread with, you know never owned a pioneer product in my life and i don't see any any number of blinking lights that uh, is going to make me buy one now or something <laughs> like that um so that you know i i and 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 for a second it kind of turned into that digital versus vinyl kind of thing but at the same time it was like the one of the threads kind of went down that path of you know, all Pioneer seems to be doing at this point with this is that they are resting on their laurels. They're the king of the mountain, and 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 they're they're putting something out that I think it was Phil who, um, uh, I'll quote him, where he, he said, "Expect evolution, not revolution." Mm-hmm. And That's so, fair. Um, so, but that only lasts for so long, right? You know what I mean? Like, especially when you've got people coming out, you know, like Denon that comes out with you know players that are. You know, same size, same kind of girth or, you know, build quality, you know, uh, a lot more features and all of that kind of stuff. You know, is Denon ever going to overtake the club and festival scene? I don't know. But, you know, at least one budget conscious DJ at a time they seem so to be if, making uh, some, if, some if, headway. If Technique came out, if Technique came out to 1200 and it was 40 different things that you're used to on that 1200. Would you be cool with it, or would you be like, what the fuck happened to my 1200? Sure, mm-hmm. sure. That would be the comparison that I would make is That's somebody that, point. Yeah. that plays on Pioneer and it's used to that setup, everything. Like, why does have am. 32 fucking beat pads on it? I don't yeah. need that shit. Right, <laughs> right, which, right, which, right, right. I mean, I had the, the Nexus, the Nexus 2s, you know, all the way through, and these, again, just a feeling of them for sure. 100%. Yeah. No. But it's, again, it's. It's a pie, it's a CDJ. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, this could be a little bit of posturing for for Pioneer, or, or <clears throat> kind of placing themselves in a position to um, innovate in the future because they did put a lot of horsepower in these. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, it, more than they need, it seems. Which, like, there's a suspicious Based amount of power. Based on what's in front of us right now. <laughs> well, yeah. so, and so that that's the part that I'll be really interested in seeing is is. You know, did they put this out there with that same type of um, approach that you know that you know flip on a switch one day, do a firmware update, and ah, you've got Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, but like, so who knows what what is coming? Because you're absolutely right. Like for the amount of oomph that they put into those things, like. You know, anybody who knows anything about hardware, uh, you know, CPU specs and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah. yeah, So, and another thing that's fair to mention is that there are there are reasons to make concessions for um, toughness and longevity, right? Right. Right. And this is another okay. Here's another car comparison because 
uh, a lot of people would complain about like automotive infotainment systems and how not responsive they were to the touch mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And like my iPad can figure this out. Why is this so shitty? Mm-hmm. And it's because the screen quality of something like an iPad is not going to hold up in, in a, a car. car that gets 140 degrees on a hot day yeah, and right. that kind of stuff. So, you know, that that technology has to catch up and be durable and tough in those right. situations and stuff. And Pioneer CDJs are battle-tested, you know, festival fodder, right. you know, yep. you know, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I don't know how, you know, uh, Denons that have been tossed around and stuff on the festival scene, I don't have a, a whole lot of stories about that to know how well they hold up. Right. But CDJs seem to. Yep. And so it's also fair to say that maybe you are paying, you know, some of these limitations, like... I wonder why there's no multi-touch. That seems like a no-brainer to me in 2020. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's a reason they made that concession other than saving five bucks. You sure, know, maybe sure. they decided that we can get five more years in the sun out of the screen if we use this one. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. So, And when, when you're talking about the why, because it's been such a long time and there was not a lot going on in the space, maybe they kind of saw it as an opportunity to drop something. Might have just literally needed the boost, yeah. the product refresh for its own sake. Yeah, because five years is in like in. I mean, it's a computer essentially. In five years, yeah. in computer years, that's like a that's an eternity. But that, to, to but, not having some sort of new product. But that also is what gives me a little bit of pause about this because I agree that for the umps that they put into this unit, mm-hmm. you know, then yeah, that that does seem to signal that there's a lot of forward thinking into the hardware needs of future software that that's going to go into it. I mm-hmm. mean, they do the same thing with phones. You know, people yeah. always say, "Oh, my phone it, 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 it's a conspiracy. They they, you know, your phone the planned obsolescence." Yeah, yeah. And and to some degree, I mean, sure, there's been some reports of that, but I mean, when you think about it from a technology standpoint, what you're asking your device Two, three, four, five years later to do the technology behind all of mm-hmm. that is completely yeah, it's yeah. completely different and has a lot higher demands on those devices. So you know, some of the there's some shady stuff on that. There's a reason we don't have 16 gig iPhones anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> so with this, that's where my concern is. They put all the beef in there to mm-hmm. set to kind of show the signal that hey, there's going to be some cool there's stuff some, coming. They're trying to do some but, future proofing or something. But yeah. you know. At that same time, how long is that going to last before somebody says, oh, Q4 is looking awful. We better drop the CDJ 3000 Nexus or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or 3001.1 or, you know, like it just it, like, yeah, you know, so and that if the point was to was literally just we need to generate some buzz, then it should do some dazzling new thing that this, these don't yeah. seem to do. Right. And and, and I. I really hope that this episode doesn't seem like a like a really negative tone because these no. are these are great. Absolutely. I mean they really yeah. are. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't mean that you know, it's just it, if that was the point is to generate consumer interest, um, the changes that have been made are really excellent changes for working circuit DJs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not Woo, dazzling new <laughs> things like the Denons were. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so th- that does make you kind of wonder if that was the reason but i think you i mean you have to look back and or take a step back and look like who is this for Mm -hmm. and i think when you ask that question you know when it's for more stuff what like tony's into versus like this certainly isn't for mobile djs right Uh, i I know that much but for that you know the club elite writer fulfilling type thing yeah 
it's going to take a couple of years for sure. Oh yeah. I yeah. wonder if there's if COVID is actually part of the strategy. If there's like if they're like that gives time for people to get <laughs> to get for the, the curve hardware. to catch up. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or maybe they know there's another stimulus coming. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking corpo. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about with the CDJ 3000s? Anybody else want to take them for a spin? or I'll take them for a spin. Else? Not right yeah. now. I want to look at the backside of them. Yeah, the, okay. yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I brought my thumb drives too. But um, I, I, The word that comes to me is like sturdy. Yeah. 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 It feels well, and just uh, sleek. And I mean, I mean like, like I said, I mean, it's the lock-in IECs. Yes. Yeah. That is nice. They do have locking power cables now. Um, but how you're talking about the BMW versus the Tesla, like when I drive a BMW, it feels a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like this feels like a CDJ. Yeah. yeah. Like the next evolution of what, yeah. I, of what I would expect it to feel like for that next iteration. Yeah, like, and I, I think that's probably the most important thing to, that we should that get across here. It's, it's not that these aren't uh, worth it or great or, yeah. or anything. It's We want to tell you that that's what you should expect is mm -hmm. that premium experience, not the flashy, dazzly, mm -hmm. whatever new. It doesn't it, it, make ice cream it, for you yeah. or whatever. It, it does what it does really well <laughs> yeah. and gives you, you, a, a, you, gives you an experience. Oh, another nice thing. Uh, there's just there's a quick playlist button right at top, and it just yeah. brings Ooh, you straight to your nice. playlist. Yep. Yeah. That's dope. Yep. Which is like just Instead of having to go back and yeah. back and back. And yep. those are the kind of little things that they've done on this that it's like. It's got a keyboard. Yep. Well, I guess the yeah. other one did too. Yep. They're, they're quality yeah. of life improvements. So you can you can you can quick call a a loop, mm -hmm. you said from these. Yeah, is that why they're blue, or no? No, because you don't set. have any right. Yeah, they're idle or whatever. So where's your quick loop? I just besides here. Is it just up here, on the right here? Is a four and eight. Oh, uh, instant. I and didn't even you, see those. Yeah. See, I don't have my readers on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, okay, got it. Refresh. Hit F5. <laughs> Did you reset your cookies? <laughs> you check your TCP IP settings. I forgot to uh, test out the uh, slip. Oh, yeah. The, the toggle. The paddle. Yeah. So when you... Wave gets bigger and smaller as you. So, do you, colors. Would you guys like to get together uh, later in the week and do like a Twitch stream or something on these while they're still here? Sure, absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, Tag list. Hit that, hit that again. There okay. we go. RGB three band. How'd you get there? Shortcut. <laughs> shortcut. Shortcut. Okay, I would have never guessed that. Yep, me neither. Damn okay, him. so if you hit the shortcut button, it brings up. Uh, you can change between your waveform and phase meter. You can change your LCD brightness. It's kind of like a like a. If you swipe up on your iPhone, it's like a quick menu. Um, Hotcue auto load on and off. You can set your default beat jump value. So if you're skipping around beat jumps, if you only want to skip by one beat or four or four bars or however many, you can set, set that setting. You can change your waveform colors, and you can also uh, change your waveform position. And what that'll do is normally your, your playhead is in the center, and it's scrolling past. But if you want to see more of what's ahead, 
it'll move it further oh, to okay. the left. You know what I mean? Moves the center line. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a settings uh, load and save in here. So if you're you know doing multiple DJs and stuff, you can do that. I told you, man, it's going to be the spin back of the century right, right there. Right, that's like some Richard Humpty vision. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damn! That's fucking right, right. right. Yeah, that I thing's guess. nice and smooth. Buttery. Welcome to Mario, brother. Alright, folks. Anything else we want to talk about, or you just want to mess with them for a few? Yeah. That's... Um, I, would, I would just reiterate. I mean, we've already said it a couple of times, but, you know... Um, you know, th this is not it, like I hope that it didn't come across too negative. It's just you know, I mean, we're we're not paid by Pioneer, we're not paid by yeah. Denon, we're not paid by anybody. So this is our, you know, based on our um, experiences with with gear like this, this is just our um, our first impressions of all of this, um, and especially as more um, uh, more innovation hopefully comes from all of this then you know we're we're going to continue to be um more and more impressed with this it, it is the cadillac of dj uh gear and stuff like that so um you know if you've got the the loot and you're in the market for something like this then i mean it there's there's you're not going to be disappointed for sure right 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 so um you know don't don't let old naysayers and <laughs> yeah Old farts like so, me. I mean, so I mean, if someone gave you the if some if you if they gave you the cash and you had the choice between the Nexus 2000 and this, what are you taking? Between the Nexus 2000 and this, yeah, it would be this because this is where it, they're obviously putting you know the the next iteration. Mm -hmm. Now, if you put this up against say the the Denon SC uh, 6000s. that's a different conversation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but I'm just saying from the from the Pioneer experience. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, from from I mean, as far as that's concerned, you know, I mean, there's there's little things that you know just make like you know it, even just the hot cues, you mm -hmm. know, that just little things that make you go, eh, wonder why they did it that way, but um, but absolutely no reason to not uh, to to be like, oh, I'm never playing on this piece <laughs> <Yeah>. of crap, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, just. Yeah, it, I guess if you were looking to buy that Pioneer, yeah, setup, yeah, and all of a sudden this just happened to drop while you were thinking about getting the Nexus 2000, yeah. Just go ahead and get this because it's roughly the same price point, right? Uh, well, it won't be for long. I'm about saying, <laughs> but, but I'm saying, if, if you had saved up for that 2000 right, Nexus, right, right. You know, you're you're not going to lose anything by going this right, direction, right? Right, right. If nothing else, you'll you'll gain more and the bigger screens and all of that stuff. So it's it, it's definitely um, it's definitely a primo player, yeah, for sure. It is definitely a pioneer experience. Yes, it is. So there you have it, folks. Those are our first impressions of the Pioneer CDJ3000s. Uh, once again, follow our YouTube channel um, for the next episode of the Passionate DJ Podcast so you don't miss it. Also, check out the DJ Hookup and check out the links in the description below for the unboxing video and for the proper full review video once that is complete. Uh, give me a week or so to finish that. And uh, thank you so much. Tony's going to send us out with some scratches, and this has been the Passionate DJ Podcast. Peace. Keep on spinning. See ya. Easy.